0: On this episode of AV Social, we talk Take Your Kids to Work Day on April 25th. We discuss mentorship, industry association initiatives, and what we and you can do to get future generations interested in the AV industry. The Network for the AV Industry.
1: What are you listening to? This. This is AV. This. This. This is AV Nation. This is AV Nation.
0: This is AV Social, Episode 45, Ignite That Passion.
1: Support for AV Nation is brought to you by... Extron, industry-leading technology backed by world-class support.
2: Hi, everyone, and welcome to a new episode of AV Social. We're talking today about getting young people involved in the AV industry. Um, April 25th, here in the United States, is Take Our Daughters and Sons to Work Day. And so, with that in mind, we're going to be discussing mentorship, industry association initiatives, and what you can do to get future in- generations of professionals, future professionals, interested in the audiovisual industry. With me today, as usual, is my co host, the lovely Miss Kelly Perkins. Hello. How are you doing today,
1: Kelly?
0: I am wonderful. Good. I'm take it away. All right, cool. So uh, we also have uh, Neil Williams and Kelly Escona from AVI SPL. Neil is the HR director over there, and Kelly is the employee engagement specialist. Say hi, guys.
3: Hey, everyone. Hi. And
0: then we also have Renee Franklin with Tierney uh, up in my hood in Minneapolis. She is the HR director uh, for that organization.
2: Hi. Welcome to the show, you guys.
1: Thank you.
2: Thanks for having us. Our pleasure. So, you know, all of us that are already in the industry, we know what an awesome industry AV is. Um, why, why, why in general, why do we want kids, nephews, nieces, our children, um, neighbor kids, <laughs> why do we want them getting into the AV industry? Um, you know, what, 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 what do you see as the big selling point?
4: Yeah, absolutely. I can take that one. Um, I would say, first and foremost, it's growing. You know, I want my family members and people that, um, you know, want these careers to, to jump into an industry that's growing and that's not going to um, let them down, I guess. Uh, so it's growing. And then there's the need. So also, the fact that there's so many opportunities for for these young people to come into AV and have a really amazing and career within this industry so I think those two factors um, are really what promote me to promote the industry to, to others that don't know who who we are
3: yeah no that's a good point Renee just to add a couple additional points too. I mean this the, the propelling adoption of AV right by a multitude of different industries and they, they offer exciting opportunities right for students who have a passion for creativity and bringing experiences to life um, and it's also a future proof, right? So, you know, there's always going to be jobs in the sector. And because the industry is evolving so fast and so rapidly, there are going to be jobs that don't exist today, that will exist in the future. Right. Um, and also, just statistically speaking, um, you know, by 2020, you know, Half of our workforce will be millennials, right, or aka digital natives. Um, and so, the more digital natives enter the workforce, the more technology will be required.
2: Right. Um, so, what what are some good ways to introduce someone to our industry? Uh, uh, what have you found, anyway, um, Neil or Kelly?
3: Yeah. So, I think, um I think it's it really comes down to just increasing awareness, right? So, when you're um, whether it's through internships or creating those, you know, those relationships with schools, um, that's also important, but also having these type of conversations that we're having right now, right? That's also going to help promote awareness. You know, we just need to talk about it more and reach out to our local communities. It doesn't necessarily need to be, uh, recruiting focused, mm-hmm. but built on creating and building relationships and networking with the local community. To bring awareness and to address that awareness gap, and to help improve uh, our repu- our our brands and, and industry's reputation.
0: So, how are you guys? How are you guys doing that locally or in the different areas that you have offices? What what types of things are you doing?
3: <laughs> yeah, so we have a lot of uh, local outreach uh, relationships with uh, a lot of diversity organizations, for example. So, from a recruiting standpoint. Um, there's a lot of diversity initiatives that are going on. So, for example, if, if I'm talking about Long Island City, right, there's a lot of community uh, events that they do within that, um, within that area. So we partner with diversity organizations that, such as, um, you know, those who focus on um, minorities or women or um, veterans or those who are disabled and really just bringing awareness um about our industry what we do and how we do it um through local partnerships and events right whether it's through a a local 5k or whether it's through um okay. you know painting houses you know we have a really strong uh community uh outreach program here at ABI SPL. so i think we, we kind of standardize that with some of our other local offices across the nation um and it's we've had a lot of success there
0: awesome
4: Yeah, and to add to that, Neil, um, really similar to to kind of what you guys are doing, we're partnering with a lot of schools, I would say. Um, It's kind of twofold though, right? Because we we partner with a lot of universities for our internship program. Um, The U specifically has a sales program that we're really involved with to get more uh, sales folks involved with AV because they might not have ever heard of AV before, AV before or what we do. And so that's been really strategic on our end. Um, but then the other side of the house is operations, right? And kind of the system side. And so we partner with a lot of vocational schools um, and actually send our technicians and installers who um, graduated from that school or a similar school out there to talk to junior and seniors Uh, saying, this is what I did, this was my career path, this is where I am now, you know, is this something you would be interested, and a lot of them are very interested, and they're excited, Um, and then they end up coming out and maybe doing a summer um, stint with us, since it's our busiest time, and kind of seeing what that install looks like, and seeing some of these really cool projects that we're doing, Um, so if you can kind of get more of that awareness, like Neil was saying, I think you can really hook, um, hook them into loving AV like we all do.
3: Yeah, that's a good point, Renee. I mean, it, our industry is not hard to sell, right? It sells right. Itself, right? And just getting management buy-in, getting your GMs or other uh, you know, local management to go out to these universities and create the relationships and get and build that trust with those students. I mean, that's what students are looking for. And really getting all they have to do is hold like a five minute presentation about what we do and how we do it. And you automatically to Renee's point,
4: absolutely. Get it.
3: And it just I mean, it's easy to sell from there.
4: Yeah I think well, I mean, oh yeah. go ahead sorry don No, please go ahead. I'd say the other big initiative, and Kelly is really involved um, on um, the Twin Cities uh, portion is AVIXA's Minnesota Women's Council. So there's women's councils all over the country that VIX is really focusing on to increase awareness specifically in women and not only just AV, but IT technology sectors in general. And so we have quarterly meetings where we're just inviting everybody um, we can can think of to come learn about what everybody does and just to kind of get them. More involved saying, you know, you can do this, you can be a director of operations at Tierney and you can be involved in technology. So, right. Mm-hmm. And that's, that, that,
2: that's actually a good segue for me because um, discussing women in technology, women in STEM, um, you know, we both um, Neil and Renee have mentioned, you know, universities and vocational schools and reaching out to interns, potential interns. But I read a statistic recently and I don't know the, don't quote me on the exact number. But uh, yeah, I'd have to look it up again. But there was a study that came out not too long ago that says by time girls reach middle school, girls that previously were equal in interest and passion for science and mathematics and those sorts of fields in elementary school have have lost that by a, 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 a sizable, significant um, percentage. Uh, do you think possibly we're, you know, maybe... Focusing this effort a little late by looking at the vocational schools, the university students, even the high school students, maybe taking it back sooner. Um, and so, several years ago at one of the Avixa Women Events, back then it was Infocom Women Events, um, Dr. Bonnie Schnidder spoke and said one of the things she worked on with the Society of Women Acoustical Engineers was getting the Girl Scouts to come up with an acoustic patch. And going out to Girl Scout events, brownies and, and, and whatever comes after cadets and everything and, and, and doing acoustical training with them on a very basic childlike level to keep that interest. Do you, do you think something like that or are there other organizations like that that might be interested in sort of fostering this AV interests at an even younger age?
4: Yeah, I think that would be a great idea. Um, I think you're right that a lot of times it's kind of already lost by the time they get to high school. Um, and it's something, it's so obviously we're something we're doing as a society, right? And we actually talked about that specifically in our last, last AVIXA meeting was um, really trying to be mentors for these young girls, these young women, to tell them to be brave and to, to really go for what they want. Um, and and I think that that you know starting at a younger age will help them to get into our industry a lot faster. Absolutely.
0: Yeah. Neil or Kelly, anything? I was just going to say I think there's there's so many like like you said, Renee, it's a society thing. There's so many organizations and volunteer groups and STEM meetups, et cetera, in you know in and around areas where we live. And I think it's just reaching out to those folks and just trying to go to you know like a Minnesota, I'm in Minnesota. So we have the Minnesota high tech association that has a women's chapter and just going and speaking with, with women there. And, you know, oddly enough, I met a gentleman at that event and, um, he works for the the Minnesota department of education in the IT sector. And he runs a ton of STEM events for young girls. And, you know, he's begging people constantly to just come and talk at some of those events. And it's, you know, I'll, I'll volunteer because I can give the, the angle of the audio side of things, whereas, you know, not necessarily specifically IT. So I think it's just, you know, we just we just have to volunteer and get out there and start speaking at, at these different types of these different types of events. And even, you know, like Neil said, um, just getting involved in the community and volunteering and and just raising that awareness from almost like, a, you know, a grassroots level. Mm-hmm. Kelly A or Neil,
2: you guys look like you had something to say to add. Yeah, to no,
1: you you make a great point, Don. Um, to think about how you should plant seeds earlier on. Um, I'm into planting; it's one of my passions. Um, if I have like maybe 20 seeds, I might get 10, and I'd be happy. But that really has to come early on, and I think that. When you're young, you know, as a woman, you might be playing with dolls. So you think, oh, maybe I want to get into the fashion industry. You never really think getting into a technology side as a girl. And so I do think that that's a great idea. Uh, why not get into elementary or grade school and, and already start planting that seed? And you just never know how many out of the 20 kids you speak to might say, hey, I remember back when I started to uh, researching technology or AV industry. And then here we have someone, you know, 15 to 20 years later that is uh, a prominent person in the AV industry. So I like that. I, I, I think I think by at least a
2: decade or two, I'm the oldest person on this call or on this <laughs> podcast. Uh, but I know growing up, you know, in the 80s and early 90s, there was no i want to be an av pro when i grow up there was barely i want to be a computer programmer when i grow up and w- if you said that you were looked at kind of weird from all the grown ups but you always hear little kids saying i want to be a fireman i want to be a ballerina i want to be at this or a you know whatever it might be you know if we get in there sooner and show them how cool our job is playing with big kid toys and all the shiny things all the time maybe yeah. we can get some of those little kids saying hey i want to be an av person when i grow up um, and, and Kelly Perkins, since we have two Kellys on the, on the <laughs> call today, um, Kelly Perkins mentioned like the, the Minnesota different organizations that you have. Um, you know, here in Maryland, we have like the Maryland Middle School Science Olympiad or, or something like that. Um, you know, do, do we think organizations like that or um, local libraries maybe? Like, let's let's brainstorm some places we can go to like reach out to these younger people and find... Find a way to to spread the word that we're a thing.
4: I would say too, Don. I think uh, I I'd be interested to see at least if there's a change that comes about now because uh, tyranny. What the biggest focus that we have is K through twelve, and so again, when I went to school, I didn't have the technology in my classroom that they have now. And so I wonder if that change, if just changing the technology in the classroom and having all these really awesome tools and their STEM learning tools and all sorts of other products that, you know, are so, you know, valuable to them, increasing, um, you know, their productivity in, in the classroom. I wonder if just having that technology in front of them is gonna make them feel like they're more comfortable with it and then maybe would pursue a career that's focused on technology because of that. So I hope that maybe that trend will help us too.
3: Yeah. Right. No, I, I agree, Renee, too. And, you know, to your point, I mean, K through twelve is just so important. And, you know, I'm thinking back, you know, when you're in school and you're talking about teachers and talking about degrees and passion, you know, professions that you could take. You know, I think that they're saying, hey, you know, you can become an AV professional. Right. So I think one of the things that we're doing right now uh, that we're actually going to roll out this summer is we're uh, at Columbia College in Chicago. Uh, we're going to be rolling out the industry's first uh, audiovisual integration degree. Mm-hmm. From That's that, um, you know, we'll, we'll be able to use that hopefully at maybe potentially other colleges, right? Uh, but also once getting that momentum going, then we can start going to you know, uh, high schools or what have you and kind of exposing them to, hey, these, we actually had a degree in audiovisual integration, right? And here's, here's what a path looks like, or here's all the other different paths, to these students, and hopefully that will spark a lot of interest at that level.
1: Absolutely.
2: Well, and and that brings up another good point, and we're totally going off script here, but uh, (laughs) I know for many years, very few people probably other than me and, you know, three others looked at it, but uh, Infocom, Avixa, whatever their name, ICIA at the time, you know, they, they had assets on their website that you could download and take to schools for Science Week and talk about light, additive light versus, you know, um, mixing you know the primary colors in additive light versus paint mixing and, and, and the way light reacts and audio experiments and things like that that you could take to, to middle school and, and elementary school teachers and get this interest in AV um so i know avixa somewhere buried on their site still has these um kelly perkins can certainly tell us about all the efforts nsca is doing to bring young people into the industry with the ignite program and and some of the other things but um i mean can you guys think of other are there any other organizations out there that have this sort of resource for those of us that might be end users or integrators to just say you know manufacturers can usually come in and say well here's here's a sample of our DLP chip and here's how it makes light and you know, make a class like that, but some sort of asset or resource we can go to
3: No, I mean, I think I'm just thinking right now at least I'm just thinking of just uh, a VEXA right NSCA, and I think you know, Those change champions at least for now then, you know, I think that's what needs to be done um, and I think it'll be really helpful to really maybe create like an ambassador program right where we have these change champions from, whether it's ABISPL, Tyranny Brothers um, or someone else, um, you know, going into these schools at a K-12 level and, you know, we can have a, a presentation, right? And it's really just bringing awareness. So I think that might just be kind of a cool little gateway um, to, to kind of get that, to address that awareness gap at that, at that level. Yeah. Um, so, I don't know. Yeah, um, I think are the top two, in my opinion. Yeah. Um, I can't think of any others at the time.
4: Yeah, I can't think of anything else either. But I would say, in my opinion, you know, it's it's really up to us. It's up to um, you know the AVI and Tyrannies to really work together. You know, of course, we're competitors and we compete for business. We compete for talent, but honestly if if it's an industry issue so it's up to all of us to really get together and work together and come up with things that um, we're all comfortable with sharing with each other just to try to get more awareness into the industry because it's going to help us all in the end and so I think these types um, of partnerships and Kelly has been so great to introduce you know a few people that are doing the same things just in different companies um, just getting that introduction and kind of starting to share ideas I think is going to be, you know, really beneficial to everybody in in the long run. Right.
2: Yeah. And Kelly, do you have anything to add with your Ignite? Uh, well, what I'm... Famously I, plug your website. Right.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, we, we officially launched the Ignite web's website today, which is super oh. cool. So IgniteYourCareer.org. <laughs> um, but speaking of like ambassador stuff, I think... You know, I, I spoke with Brandy Alvarado last week, who really is the spearhead champion behind, you know, the women of Avixa councils and all of their events, you know, and just picked her brain at how we could use that type of model, that ambassador or champion, you know, local champion model to really create kind of, again, the, the groundswell or the grassroots movement of, you know, raising awareness Um Across the country and across the globe, of how cool our industry is, and and make it really scalable. So that's that's kind of phase two. Now that now that we've launched the website, is to really get people involved um, in those types of activities. So
3: woo! That's this awesome. Was, Congrats, Kelly!
0: Awesome. Yes, really. I'm so We're we're getting there. <laughs> Fantastic. Well. All right, let's
2: talk about, For you know, uh, Renee mentioned it's an industry-wide issue. What are what are the benefits or possible drawbacks with mentoring young people or shepherding them into our industry? I mean, obviously, the benefit is we have people to hire, <laughs> but, but beyond that, you know, what, what do you see as, as the biggest pros and cons for making this a, a, a priority in your companies?
3: Yeah, I think as an industry, I think any AV integrator will agree that recruiting is an issue, right? Or recruiting is a challenge. And so I think, um, getting this, getting these conversations going and doing this and, and taking advantage of these opportunities, uh, will really allow organizations to develop their talent pools. Right. And from there you can increase engagement and improve turnover. And I mean, and the list, the list goes on and on and on, but the, the fact that you can build a talent pool and then mold them, um, Uh, You know, from a culture standpoint, what what you want them to be. So, I think there's a lot of benefits from that.
4: Yeah, absolutely, I agree with Neil. Um, And also, you know, one of the benefits, you know, if you're trying to Not convinced, but just kind of talk to young people about starting in our industry. You know, there are a lot of paths within AV that don't necessarily require a four-year degree. Um, And I think that's kind of one of the reasons, number one, they could think it's risky is because they can't major in it. Maybe it's not broad enough for them. What if they don't like it? So that could be one of the risky, um, you know, aspects. But then also one of the the positive aspects could be that you don't have to spend, you know, what everyone else is spending in a four-year degree because it's honestly scaring a lot of young people. I have a lot of young people that say they don't want the student loan debt. They have siblings and they have friends that pay $1,000 a month. And so one of our, you know, one of, you know, our reasonings is, hey, you don't need that necessarily. You know, you could have a two-year vocational degree in something and then we can, we can train you. We, we can set you on the path once you're here. Um, so I think that's really appealing to a lot of people right now. <laughs>
2: yeah, I, I can name about half a dozen people in our industry that have no degree whatsoever, not even a two-year, and <laughs> yeah. have have the industry's equivalent of a PhD right. from from experience and are making right. significant money.
4: <laughs> exactly. Where else can you do that nowadays? Yeah, <laughs> yeah But to Neil, you know, I mean, I honestly think that's such a great partnership because I think you know we get those people that don't want to get the student loan debt, but also we miss out on the folks that do want that four-year degree. So if we can all collaborate and get some type of degree in AV, we're going to have a lot larger talent pool to pick from.
0: So, sure, mm-hmm. exactly.
2: So as as we're coming to the end of our discussion here, we're going to run a little short on time, but. Um, I think it's pretty much a given agreed across the panel that we do want to get young people involved in our field. Uh, Any advice that you might have for mentors interested in helping get involved in bringing young people in? Or, uh, on the other hand, if somebody is young and watching this or listening to this and wants to get involved in A.V., what advice would you have for them? Um, Either Renee, Neil, Kelly A., anybody?
3: Yeah, Yeah,
4: or
2: Okay. Go ahead, Neil, you go
3: first. Um, you know, I was just gonna say for mentors, you know, just show your passion, right? Show your purpose, and um, you know, especially for the young demographic where they they want something that matters, right? They want a meaningful profession. They want to go to work knowing that they're contributing to something much larger. Um, and I think um, mentors, I mean, they, aside from that, they can leave their legacy. And there's just so many. Um, cool and positive things that mentors can do and really to drive um, really make a change in the industry so I think just a passion that they have for the industry and just um, you know having a mentee would, would really help and then for um, for the for the students um, just expose yourself right as much as you can uh, the industry to Renee's earlier point there are so many avenues within this industry whether it's project engineer project management programming installation field service i mean the list goes on mm-hmm. something and then make a a lateral move um and still be considered kind of a higher move than what you were doing and uh, so long as that organization provides it um, or provides that uh uh, that, that student has just so many opportunities for, for growth. So, just exploring those options, I think, will be really, really beneficial for them.
4: Yeah. 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 I would say. I agree, and and not to be afraid to kind of start start where we start you, which would be you know installer technician level. You know, on the integration side, don't be afraid to go actual out to the projects and do the work, um, get dirty, and uh, kind of really experience you know what the end what the end result is. Because I think we can all attest that our our best engineers and PMs and programmers all came from the field. And so don't be afraid to start there um, knowing that that's going to get you to where you're going to be a lot faster and you're going to be an expert by the time you get there too. Mm-hmm.
2: And and I, I would second Renee's statement by also adding and salespeople and, and yeah. marketing people Yeah, and sell it accurately. If you don't know mm-hmm. what you're doing or talking <laughs>
3: about. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Exactly. Um, build a and, rack. and you know, there there's a lot of students out there too that, that don't know that you can work with a lot of Fortune 500 companies, right? Like we we work with Amazon and Toyota and so many other big companies and these students can go in there, whether it's field service or on-site managed services and go in there and uh, really learn the, the uh, industry from the ground up uh, at a client site, potentially. And so I think that's, if I was a student, I, I was like, oh wow, that's a really cool, unique opportunity to really work for such a prestigious company um uh, so i think that will be really cool just getting that out there
2: all right well i think we're just about out of time so uh we'll start with neil and kelly a uh where can folks find you guys online or uh on the
3: they web? they can go to um one they can go to uh, slash careers and they can check out all of our open uh, postings we also have our international job postings as well so If live here in the U.S., they also have some other job opportunities outside the U.S., Uh, but they they can also reach out to me, uh, Kelly, or uh, two of my regional recruiting managers.
2: And are you on the Twitters or anything like that?
3: (laughs) Yeah, we're on uh, LinkedIn, Glassdoor, we're on Twitter, we're we're everywhere.
4: Awesome. Uh, Renee, where can folks find you? Yep. Tierney.com. Um, again, you know, we're all over social media. So Facebook, LinkedIn, Twitter, you can find us. You'll see kind of what we're doing. You can check out our culture um, and our career page online as well. And then, yep, feel free to reach out to me, Renee Franklin at Tierney.com. Um, and we're, we're just about finishing up our internship recruiting. So if you're interested, I think I have a sales internship open still. Um, please apply and, and get involved. Awesome.
2: Thank you all three so much for coming today. Uh, Kelly, the lovely Kelly Perkins, uh, you've got your new website to introduce. Uh, Give us a little real quick rundown on that and where else we can
0: find you. Uh, Well, yeah, the the Ignite website is igniteyourcareer.org. There's a job board, there's a map of ambassadors uh, across the country as well as um, for both the industry and both for schools. If you're looking for students uh, and you're an employer, so there's that. Um, and if you are a student, there's uh, the job boards, look for jobs and or internships, and just an overall high-level view of what we do in this awesome AV industry. So you can find all of that information there. Otherwise, Kelly P. Perkins on LinkedIn or um, at a. V. Kelly P on Twitter.
2: All right. Thanks as always for being here. Uh, thank you all for watching and listening today. Again, I'm Dawn Mead, your usual host at AV Dawn on Twitter, Dawn Mead or AV Dawn on various social sites. And if you do nothing else, if you take nothing else away from today's show, at the very least in the U.S., bring your kid to work on April 25th and at least give the kids in your family a view of what AV is, but maybe ask their friends if they want to see too. Um, Hopefully you found something of use today and we wish you all a happy Take Your Kids to Work Day. Thanks.